Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoy. And we're live! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Grand Terra Rebirth. I'm John, the ga game master for the evening. Not Grandmaster, I almost said that. Uh, with, me today, <laughs> with me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Voldrin Ironhand, Dwarven Cleric of the Forge. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Selena, the the Fire Genasi Wild Mage Sorcerer, who is apparently in Infinity Wars if you're the Grandmaster. Uh, and Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Hope Azamar Rogue Barbarian. And Aaron. Um... Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Agdrasol, the uh, elven ranger who I guess would be in Defenders by how much he drinks, but he actually smiles, so... And Cody. Hey, I'm Cody. I'm playing Corbin, the human batter battle master. The human batter master. Human batter master. <laughs> hey, we have ever such a pancakes here. Yeah. That's right. And Jack. Hi everybody, I'm Jack, and I play Stuffless, the Minotaur, who is the next best thing to a Grandmaster, a Drunken Master. And when last we left our adventurers, they had set about to shop, having uh, having received many, many well-gotten gains uh, from the destruction, <laughs> seeming destruction of Kaelin and his Shifting Sands Palace. Uh, the group set about drinking, reveling, reveling, revel. Revel, revelrying, revel, revelry, reveling, 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 having revelry. There is no, there is no verb version of that word. Having revelry. You fill a reveling, reveling, reveling. You revel, you revel. Yeah, revel in the glory of Pelagiad. Revel, reveling, and spending their gold. They bought many magical items, seemingly in preparation to attempt. Valkyr's Challenge, the Triad of Whirlpools, uh, situated outside the uh, the uh, the port town of Luxuria, uh, between it and uh, sort of in the middle of the water between it, the Dragon Peaks, and Tortpor. Uh, and so, as they leave the magic shop, uh, 
uh, lightened significantly of their purses, but weighed down with acquisitions of magical items, and the promise of more come the next day. Lighten their purses is really, really generous. I mean, even with the amount of money you guys have acquired, 5,000 gold less is 5,000 gold less, For and, in the case of okay. Baldrick. <laughs> and, and it has a certain level of mass. <laughs> also, also lightened our purses in the acquisition of multiple bags of holding. That in that they are, that in that they are oh, very light lighter. I did have a thought, like I always do at the end of the shopping trip. Can... Uh, can Staphylus have gotten, like, a, a wrist strap that runs between his trident and his, his wrist so that if he drops it, it's still attached, but sure. he can still use it? No, that would have only been, like, a couple copper, so. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can get a tether, basically. Yeah, you, tie you, right have, you, have the, you have the Wiimote tether, so you don't drop your Wiimote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In this case, the Wiimote is So I don't accidentally murder the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I'm a voice actor. I make funny noises. <laughs> That's not a funny noise. An animal in distress is occasionally a funny noise. <laughs> not in this context. There, no, like in okay. John Wick. No, no. <laughs> no animals were harmed in the creation of those sounds. Um. My spirit animal was was felt pain. <laughs> Humans are animals, yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, you Thanks. have a you, you have a tether to your trident now. Okay, cool. Bearing in mind, uh, and and yeah, you guys can go find it. Bearing in mind though that that Agrisol's arrows will be ready till the next day. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you head to the docks. We must speak to navigator people to know who is his best chance of getting us through whirlpools to to where we can then uh, go swim um, to find ourselves to the challenge. Yes. Uh, so give me an investigation roll. Anybody who's looking for a ship. Yo. Yes. <laughs> Hot damn. Twenty three. Natural twenty. Nine. Let's this out. Twenty three. Right. All right. Uh, so yes, um, with a nine, Baldrin, ship's ship. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a dwarf. I don't know how ships work. I mean, there are dwarves. <laughs> there are dwarves that live on the ocean. You're not one of them. I am not. I am. <laughs> I live. I live in the opposite of the ocean. I live under a mountain. You look around. You see a couple of dwarven ships, and you're like, "Hey, that'll do." Like, if dwarven craftsmen, if if dwarven craft work is universal, then a dwarven ship is a good ship. Um, that's, that's just the, the full extent of your thought. Um, Agdrasol with a 14. None of these ships have wings. So as far as you're concerned, they're all inferior. Okay, that's not fair. <laughs> the crystals on the airships were perfectly serviceable substitutes. I don't need everything to have wings. Yeah. The, the airships are great. I'm not entirely sure how you get around without Flying, yeah. And the airships were great, but none of these airships. Living on the surface of the plane is kind of <laughs> dumb. Yeah, and the, and the airships are great, but none of these are airships. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, Hope and Staphylus, on the other hand, 
uh, mm-hmm. looking around and uh, sort of identifying uh, and talking with a few people and, and checking up with, with sort of itineraries, you find that no one is going to sail you out to the Valkyrie's Challenge. No. <laughs> no one's that stupid. You can certainly buy a boat, and they have a variety of boats available that they are willing to sell you that you could take into the Valkyrie's Challenge on your own. But no one's going to take you there. Well, then let me let me approach on other hoof. Then, uh, if if you were to sell someone a ship that would be most likely to survive a trio of warpools and such things, a hazardous though it be, and uh, for the number of people we need to transit, what what kind of ship would you recommend us us getting? I suppose something small and nimble. Yes. The answer, is there a submarine? The answer you get is a prayer. Uh, none of the like, like I, because you rolled a natural twenty with your investigation, which means you know how to ask the questions without getting lied to. Um, mm-hmm. The basically the, the the information you get, and and being one that's familiar with nautical vessels, being from Tuatapor, there yeah. is no mm-hmm. vessel that has that is built well enough to survive the stress of going through those whirlpools. That's why people never come back. Um, at least so like. The the toughest ships on the sea would be a dwarven ship, um, uh, a dwarven ship or a minotaur ship. Um, those are sort of the, the the two best types of vessels you could find. But those are too massive to even approach uh, the whirlpools. Um, anything smaller than that isn't going to be is going to break up uh, by the force from their experience, and from that that's part of why that's part of why nobody goes there unless they're you know. That's part of why no, so no what, actual sailors go there. What you're saying is we need to purpose build a ship. You could try to purpose build a ship, uh, build a ship that 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 could do it. But there's nothing you could buy, like any of the things that are for sale. You can tell, and they would tell you, will break up shortly upon entering the triad. Um, and with airships, with... and airships are a no go because the whirlpools generate so much downward force, uh, downward pressure in. that airships just get sucked down. So with with that information, I have a question for the GM. Mm-hmm. I I did too. Um, William first, and then we'll go to mm-hmm. as a as a cleric of the forge of crafting of making things, mm-hmm. and someone who has been inside and very interested in and examining the 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 operation of an apparatus. Yeah, of Quailish, that's what I was going to ask about. Could I? It would probably take a long time. Like we're talking, skip a few months of preparation or whatever, or find some preparation time. Build a larger scale apparatus of Quailish that could fit the entire party and potentially survive the pressure of the whirlpool. Give me a craftsman's tool. Give me, give me a smithing tool uh, roll using your intelligence with advantage. All right, this is my field. Wrong stat, but my field. Ten. <laughs> All right. I rolled a four. I rolled, I rolled I rolled a natural one you and a you imagine you could re, you could recreate the body of an apparatus of qualish easily the magic is slightly more outside your field you would need an artificer of some kind someone who uses arcane magic to create and craft magical items um, with the aid of an artificer you certainly could create one of these that's at a larger scale you're not certain how long it would take it would depend on the artificer um, uh, the best artificer currently existing on the plane. <laughs> Mara? 
I yeah, I was just wondering if an apparatus of qualish like by itself would be able to make it through that. Make me a history roll. Yeah. Four. You don't the only the only time you've ever dealt with an apparatus of qualish was in relatively calm water. Mm-hmm. Um even though there were and traps and things in it. It started a bit in the depth. Like it started yeah. creaking a bit with the pressure and everything, but it didn't crumple or anything like that, so you've no mm-hmm. idea how much pressure it could actually mm-hmm. withstand. Aaron. Um Agdrasol is gonna propose So if the sane people won't go there, we do what I did to get into the tower and start looking for the people who are crazy and stupid enough to try it anyways. They never came back. There's nobody to ask. Yeah, we asked around. Adolfo was the only one that apparently went through there, but they didn't know they went there. Yeah, it was yeah, but I, I, I makes good point. It's yeah. Just because everyone who has tried has gone and is dead does not mean we are out of crazy people in this city. Hmm? <laughs> There's us. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely here. Oh, so it sounds raise like... hands, everyone besides me who knows how to uh, sail ships. That is what I was afraid of. So it mm-hmm. sounds like, just to, so I understand what the suggestion was, I just saw the suggestion was to find other people who are preparing to go? Or who, it who was... has been? So, no, it was not who have been. He's not that stupid. <laughs> I really appreciate it when people listen when my characters say things. Um, so his suggestion was essentially not necessarily find someone who's been, but find someone who's interested in building for that specific instance, some sort of scholar, crazy person, mechanic, artificer. We're looking for Leonard of Quirm, basically. Hmm. I don't know that reference. We're looking this world for... Thing. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, okay. some some um, somebody somewhat someone intelligent, someone maybe with stroke of mad genius who has considered this interesting problem, and might be looking forward to going. We are not going to find anyone who has gone. They have already told us many times. Everyone who goes is dead. Uh, an experimental shipbuilder looking for guinea pigs, maybe. Exactly, sort of thing. What Agdorsal was saying. I yes. suggest. Yeah. Yep. So, if you want to try to find something like that, give me more investigation rolls. We will try this again. That time, I rolled a natural one. Ah, I nice. persuasion. Damn it. I hate when my character sheet rolls down as I'm clicking. Um, switching that to my investigation modifier would make that a 19. Okay. Hey-o! Just all with the idea. So... You guys start looking around. And staffless, you don't find anything. Um, Corbin. Yes, I do. Find I find the rum cellar. Uh, staffless, you, you're sort of looking around the docks thinking that obviously a shipbuilder would be building a ship at the docks. Um, and you don't find anything in particular. Um, Hope and Agdrasol. Uh, Bold, Boldrin, you're also you're you're sort of thinking. Well, maybe if I go to the forge, but you're not. You're, you, 
you can't you start just sort of asking around at the docks and seeing not necessarily if there's any builders at the docks but if there's anybody uh that's nearby that might be you know that there might be are there any particularly eccentric shipbuilders or anything like that um Adrasol, you just take off into the air uh figuring that it's probably easier to find things uh from the air Typically, it is true. And Hope, you just sort of also take off but on the ground, just sort of looking around for things. And the two of you come across at roughly the same time, Agrisol getting there a little bit faster because lack of obstacles in the way, um, a particularly large uh, crystalline building on the coast further south, of, uh, sort of uh, towards the southern edge of the city. Um, it looks to be some sort of warehouse manufactory, something like that. And it draws your attention in particular because of the Colossus standing outside. Uh, there is what looks to be a 20-foot-tall a golem made from driftwood and scrap parts, just sort of standing there, uh, holding up a crystal to the air and just sort of rotating it every few seconds. Mm -hmm. And sort of standing next to this warehouse-looking building. This the Colossus looks like it was like the Colossus looks like it was again scrapped together from broken ships, which definitely draws your attentions. And it's like turning and looking at something. Yeah, it's got a large, it's got a large blue crystal in its hand, similar, very similar to the ones that you guys saw on the airships on airships previously. It's just holding in one hand and using the other hand to turn it every once in a while, like it's inspecting the crystal. Hello, I'm talking to the golem. <laughs> I'm going to go look for, like, the person whose golem it is. <laughs> Knock on the door of the building or something. You hear a crashing sound. Hang on one minute. Sorry. Um, hang on. There's okay. the sound of adjusting clutter. Uh, things getting rearranged. Things oh. falling over. I'm... Yeah. Eventually, the sounds get closer to the door, and you hear <laughs> as the door opens. Uh, and sort of uh, opening the door, looking at you, is this disheveled-looking young man. Looks to be probably mid-twenties. Uh, blonde hair that's currently sort of scattered all over. Um, wearing... Find Milo. Uh, wearing uh, uh, a pair of spectacles that have... Uh, like four extra lenses, like it's it's like a pair of glasses, but one lens has one lens has like three additional lenses on it. Um, wearing sort of a, a a brown and blue tunic and pants and boots, sort of looking up at you. Um, uh, yes. Uh, how may I help you? Hey, nice good magic. Weird. Yeah. Creation, fabrication stuff outside. Oh, you mean timber? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, 
curious what your business is. We're looking for some sort of specific custom work. Oh, um, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, run a shop. If if that's what you mean, uh, this is a uh, this is a fabrication house. Uh, we create. Uh, we 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 do work for shops uh, throughout the city, um, producing magical artifacts, uh, 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 various other custom builds and orders and 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 the like um uh what 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 are you interested in uh... you've got a very specific magical I guess you could say problem order and uh, our forge cleric recommended um going to someone with a little more Specialized experience in. We're going to Valkyr's Challenge, and we need some help. Ah, ah another another group of another another group of uh, uh, um, daring do filled uh, adventurers, as it is. I see. Another. Uh huh. Uh, yes, yes. I mean, there there are many many people that uh, see fit to uh, face uh, the the Storm God's Challenge, and. Um, uh, uh, they never come back. But uh, if you're if you're if you're looking to to do something there, I'm I'm, I'm certain if you have uh, an idea of, of what it is you want, uh, we, we, we we could certainly um, um, we could certainly 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 help. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, is it just the two of you? Are there more of you? Or there's insert the correct number because this party's numbering fluctuates on a regular basis okay us. okay 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 um well uh if you want to would would you would 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 you like to tour the facility uh, that's the that should be the next would you like to tour the facility yes did I'm. Voltron managed to make it here, or just the two of us? Just the two of you right now. I, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go round up the other ones. Okay, uh, okay. I want a tour. And I'm gonna try and find at least Staphylus and Baldrin, uh, preferably everyone. And. Okay. Um. Well, Selena was still at the. Uh, Selena was still at the Crystal Chandelier. Uh, if you he never to go went back. shopping. And fine. Okay, so <laughs> I'll probably go. start with can... Selena. Um, go back to the. So we'll say we'll we'll say the two of you sort of split up and yep. and go find everybody. Selena is the, is there any particular res resistance of Selena to following Agdrasol? Does this require a scene or if if Agdrasol comes in and no, he explains what's going on if that helps or hurts things. Um, uh, yeah, no. She's fine with that. Once, once somebody's like, she just didn't feel like going shop. She didn't say anything, but she didn't feel at all like going shopping. So that's fine. Behind and then playing with a little more magic there. experience, probably. So. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, yeah, fine, let's go. Where are we going? What are we doing? Uh, magic fabrication facility. We're thinking about trying to get a boat in. Chanted or specifically crafted. Um, Fun. Apparently, they have a tour. Cool. Yep. They're a gift shop. I, I have no out. idea, but I doubt it. No. 
No I, they're not a store. They're no a like manufacturing plant that looks crazy enough to try stuff for us. Yeah, but no tour is complete without it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> We're in a tourist city. I can take you to a different gift shop that I'm sure will sell accurate memorabilia. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy anything. I just want to know if there's a gift shop. <laughs> I don't. I feel like uh, I feel like taking a tour of something is not complete unless you can buy tchotchkes at the end. <laughs> okay, so, so here's go. my recommendation. If they don't have one, pitch it to the random guy who seems to operate a forge. Uh, so, the group of you reconvene uh, under the shadow of apparently named Timber, uh, the Colossus outside, who is still looking at this crystal, just rotating it, rotating it. Uh, That's certainly a good sign. That's Timber. Staphylus will sort of experimentally just sort of gently nudge Timber with the tip of his quarterstaff. You nudge it, and it stops twisting the crystal, and just looks down at you. Good afternoon. And he walks away. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he talks. So, the door is once again closed. Why do you assume it is boy? Mm. Does anybody knock on the door again? Yeah, Vulture knocks again, <laughs> if no one else <laughs> Oh, right, uh, sorry, hang on. Uh, after a few moments, the... Man of Free Chase locks. I can get behind that. Uh, and once again, this, this uh, blonde-haired uh, individual opens the door and looks out at you. Uh, yes, uh, hello, how may I help you? Good afternoon, we are here for tour. Mm. Oh, right! Um, the winged one, and the other one. Right, okay, um, tour. Right, right, um, well, hello, um, uh, uh, before we begin, I suppose I should introduce myself. Yes, I should do that. Uh, I am, uh, Harbin Valkanis, and this is the Valkanis Manufactorum. Um... Uh, uh, welcome to uh, my um, manufactorum. It's kind of like a manufactory, but it sounds more exotic that way, I guess, is the... Boulder and Iron Hand, uh, Forge Cleric of the Forge Father, uh, at your service. Ah, ah, oh, uh, a follower, a devout of Banner. That's, 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 that's good, that's, that's good to know. Um, pleasure to meet you. Manufactorum sounds much more scholastic. Yes. Professional. Yes. Right. Tour. Children, make sure to go and say these are everyone else's names. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tour. Let's uh, follow me. Turns around, moves back in. Oh, after him? I'm assuming you all do. Yep. Uh, yep. Inside, you see um, what could only be described. As what are those? What's the what's I, for some reason I'm losing my my vocabulary. What's the name of those really complicated of a really complicated machine designed to do a really simple task? Rube Goldberg. Yes, this is a Rube Goldbergian workshop. As soon as you step in, you look around and you see copper pipes, steel copper pipes, steel uh, rails, and uh, various mechanical accoutrements going all over the place with various crystals and vials and liquids 
legs and and half-finished constructs off to the left as a pair of legs. You're not certain why. Um, Human legs or metal legs? You'd have to get closer to inspect. Um... <laughs> <laughs> are they I feel dancers? like the smell would carry if they are. No, they, 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 they look like metal legs. Um, it's just a pair of legs. No crotch, no nothing connecting the two. Just a pair of legs right up to about mid-thigh. Um, <laughs> uh, off, off in various other places, there's a triad of crystals hovering, just sort of orbiting one another off to one side. There's a sound of bubbling science happening. Um, science? Yes, uh, and and he, he, he sort of walks in, and it's very clearly a mess. It doesn't look like anybody organizes this place. Um, you also don't see anybody else. Well, that's not a lie. You do see other people, but they're not really people. Uh, you see smaller versions of timber walking around, moving things around. Mm. Uh <laughs> Uh, you're not certain what they're doing. They're just doing things. Uh, you, you, a lot. you would almost assume you would almost assume they were uh, if they were human employees, they'd be uh, doing busy work or, or, or pretend like doing things that make it look like they're busy. Um, <laughs> uh, and and he sort of takes you around the room to sort of and and rattling off words that none of you know. Uh, just sort of rattling up this over here is that and this is da-da-da-da. and make me everybody, everybody can make me an intelligent saving throw. Okay, eighteen, <laughs> nine, nineteen, twenty-one, <clears throat> uh, twenty-three. All right. Damn. So, Staphylus and Agdrasol. There's a lot of words coming out of this guy's mouth. Um, Boldrin, Corbin, and Hope, you can pretty reasonably figure out what he's talking about, if not necessarily the exact wording. Um, uh, he is an artificer. You, you can pretty much determine that he's an artificer of some some level of power and that he he makes magical artifacts. You can you can you can figure out that you know. Uh, there are suits of armor that he enchants there. He's probably made all of these golems. Uh, those crystal, it looks like he might be the person that enchants the crystals that airships use to fly. Um, uh, Selena, you, you, you look around and, and not only are you understanding most of what he's saying, you're actually seeing the method behind the madness. Um, the, uh, the, Yes, he, he you can and you can definitely confirm that he is the person that enchants crystals that that, that allow mm-hmm. for the airships to fly. He built he is definitively the person that built timber outside, which is not only a feat of actually quite impressive construction, uh, it being as big as it is, but the materials used seeming to be scrap from crashed ships. Uh, you gather right. that uh, you gather that he probably has a hand in quite a lot of the in quite a lot of the custom work that goes throughout the city. Um, this may even be the place where the uh, magic shop that Agdrasol went to is shipping their arrows to to get them enchanted. Um, this guy, you don't, and, and you're pretty certain he does it all himself. This guy does does a lot of enchanting. Dude knows his shit. So at 
the by the time you you basically you finish up uh, ending the tour uh, next to his desk, which is a large wooden desk cluttered with papers and diagrams and small whirring gizmos. There's a there's a small mechanical bird that marches back and forth across the top of the desk, uh, occasionally sifting through papers. Other small mechanical animals that just sort of uh, uh, move about, behaving like the animal they're designed to, but also like a far more intelligent version. Um, he sort of sits down, reaches over, uh, uh, grabs a frog, uh, a mechanical frog, uh, pulls it over, uh, unhinges the mouth and pulls a quill out, puts the, uh, closes the mouth again, puts it back down. Right. So, uh, you said that you were looking to do some custom work. What, what, do you have an idea of what it is that you're trying yes. to do? Um, and he, uh, kind of pulls out a scroll that he had scribbled the rough sketch of the apparatus of Qualish the first time he had seen it and just kind of rolls it out across the, the, the table. We need to make one of these large enough to get us to and underneath the challenge, preferably without cracking under the pressure. Oh, an apparatus of Qualish. Oh, interesting. Um, hmm. Right. You've got a nice you've got a nice sketch here, although it only tells half the story. Um you wouldn't happen to have one of these on hand, would you? That'd be really useful to be able to sort of take it apart and uh disseminate it throughout. The one the one the ones that we had on hand are currently under a pile of rubble in the middle of the what was the name of the oasis? Well, it's outside the oasis, outside. but it's the Elan yeah, Oasis. Yeah, outside of the oasis at Elan. <laughs> Right, so not currently retrievable. Hmm. Not really. Hmm. Let's see, we went and dug a bunch in sand. I mean, I could do that. Do you have a way to get back there quickly? I look at Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Selena exactly stops and looks over. Oh, um. Uh, no. Okay. Um, also, do you have a gift shop? Yes. Then this is a complete tour. Uh, also, <laughs> I I don't mean to make our problem harder, but I'm pretty sure that magically collapsing labyrinth castles probably are not great for swimming vehicles. I mean, it depends on how sturdy they are. Uh, we could certainly, and although really, uh, uh, the parts are all I'd really need necessarily, so long as they haven't been disenchanted, even if it's broken, there's still be some residual magical energy that I could probably siphon off and maybe learn how they made them originally. Although it'd be really good if I could get a like an original uh, copy. Do you know where they came from? Um, let me remember the name of the place. Taram. Taram. Uh, oh, that's really far off. Um. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. We don't do a lot of business with Saram. They don't really like our airships. So, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is, yes, maybe we can get there. The bad news is, no, because once I teleport there, I have to wait another 24 hours before I get back, and I'm not chilling there by myself you, for forever. Well, we, no. can, we can all go, and I can establish lodging for us for the evening. Could you just teleport to humanoids there? I don't know if that, that teleport works. I don't think so. You can, you can choose to teleport something that's not you. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Uh -huh. That's how we got out, isn't it? Well, the teleporting... Oh. 
teleporting everybody was how the spell got out, but the spell can target other people, people that aren't you. Mm. If if that's not how the spell reads, the DM is ruling that it can. Yeah, I was gonna say it does because uh, specifically it also says you can ta- you can teleport an object that isn't you. Correct. You yeah. and up to eight willing creatures or a single object. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, then I could. Uh, somebody remind me out of character we've had a rest since. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. so I'd have yeah. myself in the little spell back. Um, uh-huh. hang on one second. Let me let me let me show you what you'd be teleporting. Um, uh, digger, uh, and one of the uh one of the timber looking uh uh golems moves over to sort of a large uh construction box. Uh, reaches up, pulls it out, and another timber-looking golem steps out. This one, however, has like a bulldozer's uh, bulldozer's claw on one arm, and uh, and like a drill on the other, and just sort of. Uh, he goes over and like sort of hooks a chain onto the back of it and wraps it around. Okay, um, so he can dig. You'd still okay. need to get it back, though. Oh, he can walk for a long time. I think if we want to get there and back quickly, we should all go, and I can and I can arrange sleeping arrangements for us for the evening, and we can all come back in the morning. Yeah, uh, I'm not going back there. <laughs> I mean, we can also we can also try working on it, sort of sight and scene blind, but um, it'd be nice to have like the parts. Didn't you say that we could teleport? Digger there, and Digger could walk back. Yeah, that's a long. Yeah, way. we just don't know how long it'll how, take. To how get long back. would that take? Um, um. Well, let me think. Uh, it's a few miles. Uh, da, 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 da. he sort of like looks up and sort of uh calculates in his head. Well, mm, no, probably does, take about four days for Digger to get back. Does he here. need to breathe? No. There's a waterway. He can walk through the waterway. Uh, oh no! Uh, oh, that's right. Four, not to get back. Four, four days to get back here from Elon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fine. I'll teleport there. I just don't want to go to the into that fucking place. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it'll take about. It'll take like if 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 Digger were to walk back, it'd take about four days to walk back. Perfect. Alternate. That works. Okay. We, we can. We can have him just go and and come back to Elan, and then we can teleport back here. Yeah. Uh, it's another day. Oh no, uh, to Elan it wouldn't take that long at all. I thought you were talking about walking back here. No, I'll oh. go to Elan. I just I'm not going back into that. Oh, then that would be much faster. Mm-hmm. We can start construction there actually, if you if you were interested. That's fine. Okay, cool. Um, can I borrow a piece of paper and a pen though, really quick? Sure. Um, what flavor? Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, uh, gelatin. And he reaches over and pulls out what seems to be a piece of parchment, puts it on the table, and uh, reaches over to the hummingbird and unscrews its beak and hands it to you. Okay. And she quickly scribbles something out, and I need you to sign this first. <laughs> the thing, as you sign, it basically comes out as sort of this a viscous blue sweet smelling substance okay as you start to write it doesn't seem like ink at all 
<laughs> uh, what is this? Ivy. So it is a an agree a, a it is a um disclaimer. Um uh essentially uh exempting Selena from any liability that happens by way of accidental teleportation to the wrong place, uh, being hit by a fireball as a result of the casting of the spell, and a series of long or any other random bullshit that happens is the way that it ends. He sort of, in the <laughs> he sort of reads through it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, I can certainly see how this would be a concern. Um, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Uh-huh. You didn't make any of us sign those, do we? Uh-huh. Okay. Can I sue? No, because you guys, you guys, we're He's... cool, right? I don't know this person. He signs it and hands it back to you. Thank you. Last thing I need. Besides, I'm rich now. If somebody comes after me for for financial reparations, there's a potential concern I could lose something instead of just saying, "Ha ha ha! Go ahead, try and take what I own." Uh, speaking of um, speaking of wealth, uh, I should probably before we do anything, uh, go ahead and write down the uh, tra- the uh, 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 invoice for this task that you seem to be wanting. Uh, let's call it a. We'll call it um, uh, an apparatus of. We'll Valkanis call... actually rhymes with yeah to a apparatus. Extent. We'll call it an apparatus of Valkanis. Yes, we'll do that one. Um, so it's gonna run parts and labor digger and uh, timber. I can assist uh, with with physical labor. construction as well as a forge oh, clinic. That'll help. Yeah. Uh, tie to the Temple of Balnor. And so just goes through listing various things. Pulls out a thing. Writes down. There you go and holds it out to you uh it looks to be uh about it looks to be about six thousand gold for the whole thing done can i make an insight check sort of based on him saying stuff loud and stuff sure. like that just to see if he's pricing I mean, this yeah I'll make, I'll make an insight as well just to be certain but i believe he's being honest because that seems pretty fair i only got 13. he's the the speed at which he listed things out doesn't match up to this length of time you have experienced people trying to make shit up does. Um, Because it wasn't like, he he wasn't going like, well, I've got to do this and this and this. He was just like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Um, So you're pretty certain he's being on the level, uh, Adrasol. Same as you, Baldwin. He wasn't trying to use car salesman us. Yeah. (laughs) I want to know if, if he can build this, like if he's... If he's, um, like, based on seeing timber outside and all of the things inside this workshop and what I know about the uh, uh, Valkyrie's Challenge um, from my terrifying rec- uh, memories of it. Sure. If it seems like he can build it. Give that'd me be an what inside I check, check, roll. Okay. You assume he can. You mm. at least can build something. Okay. Um, I was wondering, like, if he was, if, if he was over inflating his sense of being able to build it, basically. 
What's the angle I was going at? Yeah, I. Yeah. You're you're pretty. He doesn't seem to be over like overestimating himself. Okay. He also hasn't officially said it'll be successful. Mm, He's just said he can put it together. Yes. (laughs) Okay. That's what um, all the water breathing stuff is for. Insurance. Also, um, right? Are we? Are we? Are we going? Are we going now or? Whenever you're ready. Let me do something real quick. And he moves over to a cabinet and pulls out a pair of things. Uh, one of them uh, looks to be like a metal disc with a light with a crystal in the middle of it. Uh, he sort of moves it over, puts it down on the desk, and and pulls out four little legs from it, clamps it on the desk, and the, the light begins to blink. And he pulls up the second one and puts it in his bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Digger. Digger comes over. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Oh, this might be easier. Uh, He sort of smacks Digger on the chest, and Digger just (laughs) collapses down into a small, like, hand-sized cube, picks it up, puts it in his bag. How much do those cost? They're not for sale. I have strong questions about whether you... I have strong question, philosophical questions about how magic cre- treats a creature as no longer a creature anymore. But okay, let's go on. <laughs> um... So, you guys teleport? Yep. Roll me a D100. Yep. Oh! Oh! Did make someone sign a release for a very specific reason? Oh, that's a four. Let's see what happens. For the kids four. at home, that's a mishap. I rolled a four on with a D one hundred. It's a familiar location, but that's still a mishap, isn't it? Let me take a look. Where were you? Uh, where were you specifically aiming? Probably directly, like, Selena is not one for giving and fucks as of late, so probably uh, right out in the middle of the big pool area. So, yeah. Um, like right on the shores of the lake. So, like, I don't know if very familiar fits. It's more than seen casually, but less than very familiar. And either way, I don't think this works. We spent um, a day or two there. No, I'd, I'd, I'd say very familiar yeah. works. Um, four is still a mishap. Yeah, four is still a mishap. <laughs> so everyone takes 17 points of force damage. But okay. you make it on target. Because uh, I, I re-roll to see what happened, where you actually go. And you do end up on target. So the group of you slam face first into the ground uh, as you appear next to the lake in Elan, next to the next to the oasis in Elan. Um, you're pretty certain, and, and you're, it hurts on multiple levels. Um, 
definitely not the easy, nice uh, 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 teleportation that you had previously. And you're pretty certain you actually ended up teleporting inside somebody's wagon. And I don't mean inside, like, where the goods go. I mean in the same location that the wagon right. occupied spatially. <laughs> Um, which would explain the shattered bits of wood all around you, the pain you're feeling, and the very confused merchant to your left. Oh, oh my god, I've been a cartwheel for so long. <laughs> I have splinters in places I don't think you should ever have splinters. Baldrin, Baldrin stands up and casts mass cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you, Selena. I believe I got a few splinters in places I did not know I had places. <laughs> Everyone heals for 13. I, will say I turn and look at... I, 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 I turn <laughs> and look at our, our, our new business companion Arbin. and point at the disclaimer. Arbin, no, I, I am familiar with this magic. I understand that that's a risk. All right. Oh, oh doesn't make it people that, that I just feel, out of it's better. It's better random than random the... intellectual curiosity. What what's the worst that could happen with this spell? I ended up inside a whale once. Um, I'm pretty sure that's you could. No, she's gonna now start. Mm. This is how what? the elevator went. <laughs> what? No, no, no. You started talking. Everything's sorry, fine. sorry, like, I the forgot. Worst thing that's... Is terrified of going places. <laughs> the worst thing that would happen would be we would teleport to somewhere that was similar but not quite the same place. So, like the beach in this case. Oh no, not the beach. Or, you know, actually, the worst thing that would happen would be I would try and cast a spell and what sometimes happen when I try to cast a spell happens. Mm, lightning. Like that everywhere. time you became a plant. Yes. Oh, that's happened me to you too? Me becoming a plant is only... It, me becoming a plant is specifically the worst thing that could possibly happen when chaos strikes. 100%. Let's go. Wait, I was a plant wait, once. This, this happens I, to you too? Later. I I have questions later. Mm. Forget I brought it up. <sighs> I have I have questions now. This happens to you too. Random crap. Only on very rare occasions. All right, let's. I will uh, explain to him what you're saying. Wizard. He, right, he, he, uh, hang on, I, I I can I can hang on one second. Um, I can fix this. And he he pulls out. Uh, he sort of pulls out. What looks like um, it's kind of a weird-looking device. It looks like uh, like a crossbow, but there's no bolt or anything on it. Instead, at the front, there's like sort of a dish that has a, a like a spiraling bit of copper sticking out the front. And uh, and he sort of looks over at the thing, um, sort of like waves you all away from the broken cart, holds it out, and pulls what looks like a trigger, uh, and this green beam of energy just sort of waves over the broken cart and all the pieces come back together. It is very uh, ingenious. What is what is thing that is what what 
What the fuck is that? I call it a remaker. When you blow up enough stuff, it comes in handy. What's it like? <laughs> hmm. His All good right. name needs a little work. I would call it the recreator. Hmm. Mr. Volcanus, you and I should head up to a, a demolished building and dig out some apparati. Certainly. Apparatus I. I want to go too. Apparat mm. ap apparatuses. Apparatuses of Qualish. Yes. Uh, I believe apparatuses of Quali right. would right. be the plural. Uh, we can Com all go. Common um, isn't my first language. Sorry. If, if 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 we all go, I can get us back to my shop. Okay. That would be helpful. I will come and help. I will look to Selena. I will meet you back at the shop if that's necessary. I'm not going in that fucking hellhole again. Like, I know we dealt with things, but I'm not exactly comfortable leaving you alone here right now because I I'm think fine, then might be a problem. I'll stay then. Fuck, we both drank. Let's go to a bar. We can come back and also go back to the shop. It would just be quicker. You know what? I can make a safe place for the two of you to wait if you really need it. That's fine. That works. I mean, for a bar. Does the safe place involve alcohol? Because I mean, you can you can place. you can absolutely bring alcohol into it. Alcohol is my safe place. I'm going to an actual bar. <laughs> Thank you for the offer, man of the cloth. <laughs> alcohol is my safe place. You know, I've never uh, thought of I never thought of making an extra dimensional portal inside a bottle of alcohol, but that actually sounds really interesting. I think you know who exactly who would buy that as soon as it was done. It depends on the specific instance, but probably. Um like it would be like an yeah, infinite I, I bottle. I seem to recall there are several bars around here, it John, last time we were endless here. Endless decanter of booze. Uh, yes, there there are several bars around. Oh, I... Now I'm really, really hoping he actually goes through with that. <laughs> decanter like of booze. I would like to open up a portal to the beer dimension. <laughs> the plane of beer. That's the that's the that's the intermediary plane between, uh, earth, between and water. earth and water. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Um. Thing. And he just looks at Baldrin. Right. Let's go. And yep. yeah, I, I just saw it's very easy to find a bar. There are many here. Great. The nerds Sweet. will do their nerd thing, and I will drink. <laughs> Uh, Selena, I will do both. Are you going with Idrisol to drink? Yeah. Okay. I'll go with Nothing the else party then. Uh, so, uh, Baldrin, Hope, Corbin, and Staphlos are going with Harbin to the ruins of the palace. Yep. Um, and Selena and Idrisol are going to drink. All right. While they're on the road, because the two of you get to the bar way way before they get to the palace. So, what are you doing at the bar other than drinking, if anything? Drinking more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Not just drinking, drinking competitions. I mean, no, Selena is I know walk... better than to engage in a drinking competition with Selena at this point. Sorry. That was one time, 
and I did not purposely make myself immune to the effects of alcohol. Uh, I did not intentionally cheat. Um, the universe cheated for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just exactly why I don't want to do it. I don't care if you intentionally cheat. I care that the universe helps you cheat. That's fair. Walks into the bar. Walks up to the. Walks up to the to to the bar. Bartender, I'm sober. This is a problem. Well, it's a problem we can fix. And he says, Wonder reaching, uh, reaching underneath and uh, pulling out a couple of mugs, putting it on the table. Uh, this... the out of the bag. And uh, this bartender is a dragonborn, uh, sort of a, a brass-colored dragonborn. Okay. Well, I'm just all the profession. Agnesol is a professional alcoholic, so he will order something that he knows he can keep drinking for a while. Okay. So, yeah. Pours you some, uh, some mead. Uh, they, they tend to prefer honeyed drinks here. Um, uh, is, uh, looking at Selena, well, what would you like? Something that's not going to get me, get me wasted quickly. But do you want it to get you wasted hard? I don't really care that much. All right. Something that ta- something that isn't going to make me throw up because of the- I don't care if it makes me throw up because I'm drunk. That happens. But because of the taste. Something slow and smooth. There you go. For. Right. Um, I'm not feeling picky at the moment. So he 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 gives you he pours you out a, a, another type of mead, um, slightly different from what Adrasol is drinking. This one is a little bit thicker, more viscous, and it goes down. Uh, it, it actually goes down very smooth. Um, it sort of leaves a coating behind uh, as it goes down that just sort of makes your throat comfortably numb, but not like unable to talk numb. Um. And it's sort of like this spreading warmth that goes down, and and it just just sort of pleasantly fills you up. Sweet. She's content to sit there and let everybody else do their thing. All right. Well, unless there's anything else happening there. After a few hours of walking, the group, uh, the the rest of the group, get out to the palace. Uh, you notice that uh, Harbin has pulled out some sort of square device that keeps emitting sounds. It has like an antenna attached to it, and there's some sort of readout on the front of it. And he's just sort of waving it around, and occasionally it'll it'll start making more sound, and occasionally it'll start making less sound. He sort of looks around, following it. Uh huh, and over. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh... What is that? It's it is a very squawking... interesting instrument you play. Mm. Like a parrot. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's. You know how um, you know how, uh, lots of magic users can detect magic. Yes. This lets not magic sure. users do it. Right. All right. It does not carry tune very well. It's not meant to. The higher the... the louder it is, the more obvious the magic is. Yes, the louder it is, the more magic there is. Cool. Do me! Do me! And then I hold out my trident. Ah! 
He's genius. Very good. All right. Uh, if you want to start digging to pull the pieces out, I'll start creating a facility that we can clean them off and get them ready to uh, move. Oh, you don't need to worry about that. Um, uh, he reaches into his bag, pulls out that cube, throws it, and it in midair it unfolds back into Digger. Um, and he, he sort of paces around. Uh, and yeah, this it's basically a mound of sand now where this palace used to be. Um, and he moves around until the, 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 the item is giving off a lot more sound. Uh, and Digger goes to work. Digger just sort of slides one aside, the like bulldozer bucket arm in, dumps sand behind him and pushes the drill forward so he's constantly moving forward even as the sand buries him underneath it. Uh, Can... And he, eventually he disappears under the sand. Staphylus pulls out a small flask and takes a sample of the sand as a souvenir. <laughs> Remember that time we broke a castle. Laura? Uh, can that thing get affected by ma the magical stuff it picks up? What do you mean? Is that your, your, your digger, whatever it's called. Um, it's called if, digger? If it touches, yes. If, if it touches something, can it, like, does it activate magical things that it touches? Depends on the magical thing. Okay. Because there was a, some dangerous shit in here. So... Well. I imagine if it's still active underneath the pile of sand, then he will probably die. And I'll have to make a new one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Will you know if he dies? Yeah. Okay. While, while, that, while that's happening, I'm just going to start. Uh, how long do you expect this dig to take? I don't know. Well, let's establish a place to not get uh, roasted by the sun if it takes more than an hour. And I start casting Temple of the Gods. How long does it take? An hour. Right. A Baldrin uh, holds his holy symbol out and begins praying. About uh, so, what else? Are you, what the rest of you? What are you doing while while this these two things are happening? Staphylus is uh, just pacing around to keep an eye out on the perimeter, see if anybody, if we're attracting any attention, or anybody's trying to poke their noses out here or see what's going on. Okay, give me a perception check. Hey, Corbin geez. is playing with his new boots. Twelve. So <laughs> Corbin, I borrowed your box. Jump, you'll see him jump 50 feet. Yeah, Corbin is... <laughs> getting used to him. Uh, what are you doing, Hope? Can I borrow your detection box? Uh, sure. Hands it over. Thanks. I am um, wandering around um, looking for any sort of sign of um, one that uh, amulet or anything else that that, that lady was carrying or um, any signs of Nautilus. Investigation rule. Okay. Uh, staff list doesn't seem like anybody's coming out around here. Uh, it seems like people are, even though the palace has collapsed, people are still staying away. Um, hope. Uh, there's this sort of ambient magical energy around the pile of sand itself, but you don't mm -hmm. find anything, any particularly strong spikes, except for the area where, uh, except for the area where they determined that the apparatuses were. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> After an hour, Baldrin, describe what your holy uh, site looks like. Mm -hmm. Oh, a muffle. 
Um, so what is essentially a <coughs> chunk of a mountain kind of materializes because I sort of envisioned that Boldrin's idea of a temple to the Forge Father is a temple that is in the side of a mountain, so it just kind of comes with mountain included. <laughs> um, it just it, it erupts from the ground underneath the sand, this large mass of stone, like sort of a mesa, just... And so there's, there's just like the, 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 the fantasy dwarven door with all of its intricate carvings on the front of this massive heap of stone. And as he opens the door to let people inside, it's, it's um, sort of low lit but very red light as and that that can be made brighter if necessary but um just the sound of hammers and work on the inside just the sound of bellows and hammers as it is basically a giant holy blacksmith and uh, and literally five minutes after that because that's what i rolled uh, the, uh, the, yes. the digger comes <laughs> back out of the sand, dragging an apparatus behind it. <clears throat> That's one of them. Yeah, well, we only need one. I just need to take it apart and see what it looks. Um, right. Well, now. Well, looks over at the temple, so... If you want, we can clean it off in there and actually make it serviceable to look at. Uh, I mean, we can do that back at the... Sh uh, let's, let's not waste the effort that you have very clearly put in. And Digger <laughs> drags the apparatus into the temple. <laughs> uh, and he goes in and he begins sort of dusting it off and clearing out the sand. And he actually, at some point, he pulls out uh, what looks like a water skin opens it up and there's just a sucking sound of air as he as as he walks around vacuuming the sand off of it. <laughs> Does he have a dust buster? It's just a it's like a little water jug, but opening it up, air gets sucked into it rather than stuff coming out. Love it. Awesome. Cool. Takes him about fifteen minutes to clean it off and open it up. Okay, okay, I see how this works. Um, I guess we'll walk it back to the town. Yeah, right, we'll walk good. it back to Captain the town. Captain and I will do it. Um, I, I, I'd like to sit in and see how it works, if you don't mind. Very well. You and Captain will do it. Okay, mm. okay. Uh, and he punches Digger and puts him back in and climbs into the apparatus. Boulder and climbs in as well. Alright. And... Alright, let's let's bring this thing back. Alright. And so using the walking the apparatus back, the group of you return to Ilan. Um uh, uh, drawing certainly drawing attention, as you do, because it's an apparatus of Qualish and they draw attention. Um Selena and Agdrasol, as you guys are drinking, uh, after about an hour or so of drinking uh after actually no, several hours of drinking, um you hear <laughs> Outside. Well, looks like they're done. That was quick. Cool. <laughs> and you walk out, and yeah, there's just this this apparatus of Qualish. <laughs> Moving towards the lake. <laughs> and you Finish see... Up my last glass. Head over. 
And you can see yep. Hope and Corbin and staff was walking around it. So eventually it stops and, and they get out and you all reunite. Um, right. Okay. So stand, everyone stand near the apparatus. Okay. And he pulls out that same device that he had put on his desk previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, puts it on the ground. Thinks about it. Shakes his head. Puts it on the side of the apparatus and then extends out the clamps again. And the uh, light begins glowing. Um, I need you all to be... So put your hand on the apparatus. That'll ensure that you're close enough. Have you used this before? Yes. Successfully? Yes. Put my hand on the apparatus. Yeah. You all put your hand on it? Yep. As you, yep. as you all do, he smacks the gym. And there's the sound of lightning striking. Hand goes with, body stays. And you all and... reappear, standing in a circle around <laughs> the now broken desk. Uh, of of uh, of Harbin's in his in his uh, in his workshop again. Oh, this is unfortunate. I think you will need to do thing to desk to yeah. put back to yes. Yeah, I probably should have put it on open floor. I didn't think about that. Oh well. Um, he uh, pulls it off the side of the apparatus. Pulls it off now the floor where where it's sitting. Uh, puts both, uh, goes back to a counter, puts them away, closes the door. Um, right. Okay. So. You want to make a larger version of this. How large something, are you thinking? Something large enough to survive the torrents of three whirlpools and get to probably the bottom of the ocean. Right. For all of us. With right. all of us in it. Right. right. So, you know, something simple. Do you want to take a return trip? You know, I don't think a return trip is necessary, but I would like the possibility mm. if it is. Mm. Let's, Let's plan let's for a return trip. Yeah. Plan for a return trip. Okay, 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 okay. He moves over to one wall and just sort of taps on it, and the entire wall rotates to reveal a blackboard. Um, and he sort of pulls out a, a rolling ladder, rolls up, grabs some chalk, and begins making diagrams and designs all over this blackboard. You notice that as he's drawing with one piece of chalk, three other pieces of chalk have gotten up and have started drawing on their own as well. Um, as he's just sort of designing this thing on the fly right now. <laughs> I'm glad I decided to drink, because now I'm not, not regretting my life choices. Do you think do you think you can pull this off, sir? Uh, potentially, probably, maybe, definitely, maybe, definitely, maybe. Good. It's better than the odds we've gotten from and literally anyone else. So, yeah. I mean, have you have you tried to help someone else get to to Valkyr's challenge as well? Because you said there's been you know there's been lots of groups. No, I haven't. Okay. They couldn't afford it. Hmm. All right. Speaking of, I'm... I put I put six hundred platinum on the on a table nearby. There you go. Six thousand gold pieces worth of platinum. Good. Good. The designing process goes relatively quickly, and uh, as he's going, through, so do you want it to have the pincers or not? Honestly, the pincers aren't necessary. I don't think. What do you think? He 
I believe if a vessel cannot at least partially defend itself, is uh, is putting it in bad situation. Especially fair. if we are to stay inside the vessel while it is moving. I mean, I can replace the pincers with something else. How about a blowtorch? A blowtorch would be cool. Underwater. Is the apparatus of Qualish yeah, made of blood? blood? No, no, it's made of iron. Metal. Metal. Iron. Okay. Metal. Steel. Blowtorch. He, he reaches. Question. He, he he reaches over, uh, grabs. I just uh, heard torch, so. Reaches. He he sort of kicks off the wall, slides the, the the ladder around to a cabinet, opens it up, reaches it in, pulls out what another one of these crossbow looking things, uh, points it up into the air and pulls the trigger, and just a gout of flame erupts from it. Hard not to work underwater. He puts it away, grabs another one. Comes back down the ladder, goes over to a bucket of water, puts it in, and a gout of flame erupts from out of the water. All right, perfect. How the... much for one of those? She beat me to that question. <laughs> um, this, uh, it's uh, the 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 non the the extinguishable one, uh, is two thousand gold. This one's four thousand gold. Is that one non extinguishable? It works underwater. Okay. I put down 400 platinum <laughs> on his table. He tosses it to you. Make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> it explodes. Oh, no. We all die. <laughs> uh, you you don't yeah. quite catch Why it. Why the fuck would you throw this? But it doesn't go <laughs> off. You know what it does? <laughs> he just shrugs. That was exactly what it does. Um, so, what you have currently, effectively, is an agonizer's scorcher on a stick. Uh, nice. when, when you pull the trigger, it casts the spell Agonizer Scorcher from the from the thing. It can fire three times a day, uh, three times per long rest. Uh huh. It has already been fired once. Okay. And the you have the non extinguishable version, which means it works underwater. Awesome. Uh, so do you want one of those on it, or do you are you married to the claws? I'm not married to the claws. We do need some kind of defensive armament, though, so... I think that would work. Aren't the claws also kind of utility for, like... Grabbing onto moving, something? Moving objects aside, yes. I mean, I could put... I guess I could put an extra claw on it, but that'll cost a little bit more. What are you thinking? Uh, the price of one of the... Price of the flamethrower? I'm, this is largely my project. I think I'm probably going to be keeping this thing. Uh, so, yeah, I'll put down another 400 platinum. Wait. Do you want it to be collapsible? What's that add to it? Uh, nothing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, is that going to weaken the structural integrity of this thing? I don't want to get crushed like a can. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. I've never built one before. <laughs> I can help reinforce if need be. <laughs> this is literally what I do as a forge cleric: is make things tough. It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm sure you've died in much more painful ways already. Mmm. You know what happens when I die? It just, I, I end up somewhere, just somewhere, and we're going to be out in the middle of the ocean. I'm just saying that 
Can you of drown? All the ways to yes. die on this trip, I feel like getting crushed like a can is the least likely. He sort of looks back over at you. Even in this situation. If uh, not knowing where you are af- uh, after whatever happens is a problem, I can give you a reconnection sphere. What? What? What's that? What? What is that? The thing that I used to get back here. Okay. Uh, yes. How much would that be? Those are just a thousand gold for the pair. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I will. Sure. I will pay a hundred platinum. Word of recall on a stick. Basically, well, it's word of recall from one device to another device. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rather than to a temple. Yeah. And it, basically, it is. Word that. of recall is really fucking specific. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he he goes back over to the counter and tosses you a pair of those same devices. Yep. They're relocation spheres, and basically, if you smack, if you set one up. And set, mm-hmm. if you set both of them up and smack one of them, it'll take it and everything within 10 feet of it to the other. Okay. Uh, and it's a fairly conspicuous size? Right? It's about like the size of a dinner plate. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Does it work across planes? <laughs> I've never tested. Okay. So no one put those in your bags of holding. Also, can I make a, as a Specialist, can I make a check about if it might work over planes or likely not? Sure, give me an Arcana roll. Do your work, Planar Ranger. I'm assuming this guy made this thing, so what's the DC for the for the gun? Uh, DC for the gun is DC 18. Nice. Um, the 14... You're not... 100% certain, but it doesn't teleport it, it, it teleport it, it's not so much uh, a teleportation uh, like 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 teleport is so much as it is a, a, a snapback effect because uh, it's going to a target it's fr- one targeted yeah. object moving to another targeted object so mm-hmm. it might work uh, cross planar boundaries. Might being the keyword. But you're not so, 100% certain if it will or won't. Either way, I assume that with the 14, I'm smart enough to know that bag of holding would be a bad idea because either one, it doesn't work, two, it, it works in a broken way, or three, you end up inside of a bag of holding. Which is also a bad idea, yeah. Okay. I, I, even if it does work, yes, putting it in a bag of holding is still a bad idea. <laughs> yes, yes, you it end is. Up in a bag of holding, you end up in an explosion. Uh, no, you end up in a vacuum. Mm, you end up in a vacuum, a bag of holding. and then you end up in the astral sea because the bag of holding breaks because that's a lot of mass going into it. <laughs> yes, it is. So, um... after a few hours. Um, he finishes his design. Uh, it looks like he's added an extra arm, and it, otherwise, it looks like a, it basically looks like an apparatus of Qualish, but like several sizes larger. Okay, so the biggest challenge on this is going to be materials. Um, how good are you guys at swimming? Nee. We've actually literally just got devices got to magical help with that. implements to make it easier. 
Yeah. Good, good. Um, see, there is a particular tight. There's a particular uh, mineral vein uh, just off the coast, not near the not near the challenge. It's further to the south. Um, that produces a material that would be ideal for this sort of construction. It's lightweight, but uh, it's it's lightweight but durable and can be sort of it is sort of flexible when used in large quantities that we're going to need. Uh, if you guys could retrieve that for me, it would make this much faster. I think we can. I How think much we can do arrange you need? that. A shit ton. My internet freezes. Dang it. Can we get a number in pounds? A shit ton. <laughs> a metric shit ton. As Great. much as as much as you can get. Um. Well. Because uh, I'll need some extra. I'll need some extra for experimentation purposes. All right. Uh. Well. If a lot of you want to give me about an hour to find the temple of the Forge Father in the city and mark a recall signal, I will uh, set that up and we can make our way into the water. This plan is turning out quite well. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, I will begin uh, pre-construction and start putting together all the things that I don't need that material for. Uh, and when you bring it back, I will get to work on, we, we can get to work on primary, uh, construction building. I'm good. All right. Yep. All right. Peachy keen. Good deal. He turns back and starts, and, and, and he, he, he goes over to sort of a pile of stuff and, uh, begins putting it together. Oh, I want to ask about the gift shop. It's just to the left as you exit the door or before you exit the door. Okay, I was just curious. I wouldn't necessarily want, but cool. Let us go look, Selena. Yes, yes. All right, you head over to the gift shop. Yep. There is a small cage uh, in which there are sort of racks of things and another one of these wooden uh, driftwood golems, um, who looks up at you, tilts its head, and sort of points over to a sign. And the sign uh, just says, uh, um, why do I keep forgetting my, uh, the Valkanis Manufactorum? Uh, uh, Valkanis Manufactorum, uh, small gifts and sundries. Um, and there is sort of uh, a lot of mechanical clockwork items, um, as well as a few things that look like, you know, sort of like small, like sort of uh, uh, gem craft things. Tell me. There is a really chintzy slogan t-shirt type thing. Yes, there is. I'm buying one. All right. Yeah, it's got this. It's got sort of the 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 slogan of the of the Valkanis Manufactorum, which is basically just like a really a really elaborate filigree covered V, um, within like like in smaller, less elaborate letters, Manufactorum underneath it. That's not cheesy enough, but fine. <laughs> It says V Manufactorum. Something like I got clocked at the at oh, the, you no. Know. <laughs> uh, no, it does not have anything like that. No, it just has no logo puns. shirts. Oh, uh, that's 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 literally like five copper. Yeah. But yes, they also Hidden have in gear. They also have and a variety of what look look to be uh, items of some magical effect or or other. Um, there's a, I guarantee there's a clockwork amulet in there. There are certainly amulets that look like they're made of clockwork. Is, Is there, there anything that looks like it's drinkables? 
I mean, there's a there's a sort of a tin of what looks to be like some sort of grease. Do you want to drink a can of motor oil? <laughs> He'll sniff it. Mm. Uh, it's behind a cage. You have to ask the. Oh, okay. Hey, what is what is a can of uh, what is uh, can I see that? As it shows to the can, the, the tin says uh, "cream of gleaming." Hmm. Uh, is how much? Reaches over, grabs a card, brings it over. Fifty gold. Sold. And he will pay fifty gold for it. Mm. Uh, so this is a cream of gleaming. If you spend an hour applying it to any sort of item, it becomes X of gleaming, i.e. armor of gleaming. Armor never gets dirty. Right. Uh, you can apply it to any item, and it will permanently acquire the gleaming quality. Uh, you there is enough there is enough cream in it to apply it to three items. Cool. We are going to save that and rub it all over somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's for. It only applies, it only applies to inanimate objects. Okay, good to know. So it's going to be flesh to stone and then gleaming. <laughs> yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because oh, somebody Wait, got arrows of petrification. Hey, the first that is you turn not to stone. what they're for. <laughs> the first person that gets turned to stone gets made to gleam. <laughs> I mean, I feel like... I feel like that's something you use for you. Um, you buy in mass quantity for your sex dungeon. Uh, Baldrin, <laughs> Baldrin, you notice a pair of what look like it looks like a, it's not a, it's not a pair so much as it looks like a collection of like uh, like um, what are those called the uh, the uh, what are the clips that you have carabiner Carab- yeah you see what looked like a collection of these strung together with strips of leather. I'm interested. You asked me. Ring- yes, what is, what's that thing? It'll hold it up to you, and it says uh, cast off enhancements. Ah! I know what that is. Uh, yes. Right. Hold up a sign, How 50 much? gold. I give 50 gold. Shunk. These uh, these can be uh, attached to any armor to turn it into cast off armor. And you can take it off as a bonus action or as an action. Oh! Action. It reduces the it reduces the armor removal time of any armor that it's attached to to an action. And I can get out of my plate mail to to swim without having to take ten minutes. Hmm. I I'm looking around to see. I'm I'm curious yeah. what's in here. There's some stuff. There's like there there are a variety of sort of like oil tins that look that are around. There are a variety of clockwork items and other things that look like they can be attached onto things. How um, how much uh how many uh, There is what looks like there's look like uh, uh there are four. You can apply it to two sets of armor. Two sets of armor. Um uh, there's what looks to be like a car horn. Mm-hmm. Like we know it to be an old car horn. You don't know what the hell it is, but it it looks like a car horn. Uh, honk, yeah. Hmm. 
What's the horn? It uh it he 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 holds it up and then he um points it at you and squeezes it. And mm. you you hear us you nobody else hears anything. You hear the sound of a horn going off in your mind. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, head Please tell me it's called the brain fart. <laughs> no, it's a horn of silent alarm. <laughs> yeah. Boldrin goes out to find a temple of Balinor to designate as his word of recall location. Okay, you go. While everybody else is looking at these items. Ow. Ooh. Okay, that was that was loud. Ow. I'm talking really loudly. Uh... No one else uh... heard Staffless notices no difference. <laughs> yeah, is, the, is the voice in your head talking again, or what? I don't know. Does it respond to what was? Did you hear that too? Or was that just me? Well, I, 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 I didn't hear one. Well, you're making that face, no? so that's what I okay. figured. No. No, nope, I didn't hear anything. Hmm. No. Nope. brain. Hmm. Can you try and talk? When I, I am talking right like... now. It. Has... Can you? Say something. I'm gonna do okay, something. Okay, uh, really... something. Twelve bags of coral chunks. Are you talking to me or are you know. talking to them? Yes! <laughs> and then I. Staffless <laughs> has no idea she's got a voice in her head. He thinks no, it's she's true. talking to him. At one point, at one yep. point, Corbin will tap his arm and be like, uh, "No, she's got a thing in her head that talks to her." <laughs> That's all he explains. <laughs> has she uh, gotten that... therapy for this? <laughs> No, no, this is a, it's a real thing. Does well, this most of the time it is, but it uh, like does not mean it is healthy or helpful. Yes, it does. It absolutely it's does. It's a racial I want it. 50 gold. I like, I like how this, it comes I, I with like... a lack of wings, or it, maybe it comes with wings, it's a little unclear. I love I, I love that Hope gets this specifically to be a sensor alarm for her, for her deva. <laughs> Yes. Burn, burn. Um, uh, so, uh, in addition to that, there also appears to be a, a set of locks that are made out of clockwork that seem to be constantly rearranging themselves. Um, there, clockwork lockworks. Uh, there is uh, an orb that has some strange oh, numerals in it that is constantly shifting. Um, there is a there are a set of pipes. Um, like sort of like 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 smoking pipes, tobacco pipes. Um, oh, Staffless will take a look at those. There are there is there is a cream that is giving off some sort of smoky odor. Uh, the pipes uh, he sort of holds them out and uh, the, the 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 thing puts it to its mouth and then breathes out and the puff of smoke forms a dragon that just sort of flies at you before dissipating. Oh. He's fancy. Do it again. Does it again, and a frog hemoth flops, uh, flops out at you. Can you... Do me! Do me! A charging minotaur. <laughs> Very good! What else do you have? Uh... <laughs> so that's a pipe of smoke monsters right nice. uh, they also have uh, a, what appears to be a lock of trickery 
Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I, w- I was wondering about that. Yeah, uh, a lock of trickery appears to be. In this case, it don't necessarily appear to be an ordinary lock. It appears to be a clockwork, but basically, it keeps shifting to make sure that nobody can pick it. Ooh, yes. Uh, uh, dexterity oh. checks made to pick it have disadvantage. Um, and then there's a cream to make smoldering armor. Uh, basically, you apply the cream to armor, and it begins to smoke harmlessly. What? Um, they I... have. Uh, they have. It has what looks to be a uh, a pot, like a garden pot for planting. Sort of a ten pound gl- clay pot. Um, this is why you don't let your players ask for a gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that there's like the gleaming armor and the smoldering armor. Are there any other similar seeming bottles, stuff like that? Um. Uh, there is there there is a um there is a uh a potion that's a, like a potion bottle that seems to be empty um that uh, apparently if you apply the contents to a cloak you can billow it as an action okay that one's very cool action. Uh, how much was the smoldering armor bottle, and how many thing, how many iterations was uh, it for? Fifty gold, and you can make three piece, uh, three armor, three sets of armor smolder. Okay, I'm buying that. Do they perchance have uh, instruments? They do. There are a couple of instruments as well. Okay. Uh, there is a quill. Um, well, there's there there is there is a flute and a quill. What does the flute do? Uh, the well, uh, the I'll, I'll ask the, the, the 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 golem grabs the flute and begins playing, um, and as he plays, uh, illusory visual effects appear. Okay. Okay. Like like a little spectral dancer appears on is the thing and things like that. Is it like the uh the the Futurama play the flute and it plays a little vision thing in front? Kind of yeah. It's an instrument of illusions. Okay, yeah. And then there's a quill that, um, uh, sorry, there is a, uh, there is another, sorry, uh, there's a violin that can be played, um, that writes magical messages on, on things as it's being played. And there's a bit of scribing. Okay. I'll buy the violin. Sure. How much is that? 50 gold. All of these things are 50 gold. Okay, awesome. So I'm just gonna go this out. Is, this is the and toy box. Start shop. practicing. No. <laughs> and there is also uh, there is also a, a key in the shape of a question mark. What is that? The golem holds it up and shrugs. <laughs> okay. This one's twenty-five gold. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, you I have a it. literal That's mystery key. All right. It has a five percent chance of unlocking any lock into which it into which it is inserted. Sweet mystery key. So basically, you crit on a d twenty and it unlocks it. <laughs> I like rolling a d one hundred; makes it more dramatic. It's true. So, having spent a lot of money. <laughs> 
Yeah. I spent 50 gold. Which is not an insignificant amount of money. It's, it's true. true. Um, you all, uh, Bolton, you've you've prepared, you've had more than enough time to prepare your word of your word of return. Okay. Our word of recall. Uh, you all meet up. I'm assuming at the beach. Yep. yep. Uh, before you left, uh, before you left, Harbin gave you a small, uh, a a small metal like sheet that looks to be a map of some kind. Um, and as you step out of the building, the map moves. We have a mini map. We've got Google Maps. <laughs> Good. Hmm. Weird. And he told you, and he, and he, he told I suppose you. that's not super special. I mean, generally when you walk around carrying a map, the map does move with you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the visual of the map moves, I should say. Mm -hmm. And there's yep. actually, there's sort of like a little glowing arrow pointing to the south on the map. Ah, it's a quest tracker. <laughs> I think it just tracks back to this location. No, no, it's pointing away from this location. Oh. It's, point, it's pointing towards where he knows the ore is at. Hmm. Although, as you, although as you move away, as you move far enough that the workshop is no longer on the map, there's a V at the edge of the map in the direction of the workshop. Yes. I mean, if you're going to give tourists maps, I appreciate that he brands them. I'm yep. just gonna look just gonna keep looking up. Is there like a compass that I can follow like just <laughs> uh, no, but every time you turn every, like every time you turn the piece of metal around, the map stays stationary. Right. Map stays oriented to the ground surface. It it, it, it con well no, it's constantly oriented it's constantly oriented uh to north, south, east and west. Right. No matter how you turn it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Dope map. All right. We have to go swimming. See how these things work. I have a fancy fork. I will be fine. So you have a fancy fork. Congrats. Corbin has a cloak of the manta ray. Yep. yep. Um, I think the rest of you have torques. Yes. All right. So you dive into the water. As you dive into the water, those of you that are wearing torques feel you know, the, the flesh between your fingers and toes sort of expand out. You look and you see you've now got webbed hands and feet. And as you try to talk, you find you can talk perfectly fine as gills have grown in the side of your neck. Oh, I've uh, I've applied the cast off things to my to. Oh, no, I'm not wearing my armor. It's being, it's being remade. It's being adamantine coated. Never mind. Yeah. I don't have it right now. So, yeah, let's go. You dive into the water, and you have again. You have you have the ability to move around freely. Corbin, you pull the hood up on your cloak, and you can glide through the yeah, water. The cloak just flaps on its own. I just want to like, think that way. <laughs> yep, and it just flaps, and I'm just like, <laughs> and you begin swimming. None of you need to make athletics checks because you all have swim speeds of various kinds. Yes. Uh, so you swim south and down using this map as a guiding force. Uh, eventually. Uh, further out to the south, the arrow turns into a small circle that sort of blips and indicates a location. And as you approach that location, assuming you continue to trust this witchcraft, um, yep. uh, you find yourself staring at a coral at a coral-lined cave uh, in the wall in the wall of the uh, of the sort of the the sea um, cliff. That you have been swimming next to for a while. This seems like the kind of place that something would. 
How what was that? How dark, How dark is, is it? it? <laughs> Pretty dark. <laughs> Pretty fucking dark. Uh, this seems like the sort of thing that something would like to live in. So keep your eyes open. I pull off a stick off my back. And just yeah, I I, I pull I. I'm very curious. You know, I feel like it's a magic. Have I tested Storm Herald with water before yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find out in a second, aren't we? Harold <laughs> out. You said it, not me. It's, right. it's a weapon of the gods. Yeah, do yeah, magic like bows work underwater? Yeah. Okay, great. You pull a storm herald out. Lightning dances around storm herald. All right. I mean, it's the weapon and of the gods. And then we all get shocked because no. it sparks out to all of us as right. every, electricity every, does. Every, every fish under six inches in length in a 30-foot radius just goes belly up and starts floating. Salt. Uh, salt water isn't that good of a conductor. It's, it's better, better than fresh water. It's better than fresh water, yes. But lightning strikes in the ocean don't kill all the fish. They kill a lot of them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're losing this science. It, it's, it's, it's also the weapon of a god of the sea, so... There's, yeah, there's some there's some built-in safety features, we'll say. Yes. I mean, it also doesn't shock Poldron when he holds it normally, anyways. Um, <laughs> you swim into the cave. Yes. Do you activate your stick, Corbin? I do, because otherwise I ain't gonna see shit. So uh, Corbin speaks <laughs> yeah, a command. Corbin speaks a command word, and from the tip of the stick that he's holding, a radiant uh, golden energy uh, double-headed axe head uh, just sort of erupts out, emitting a bright light around him. Cool. As you swim into the cave. I briefly consider casting dispel magic just to fuck with Corbin, but don't. <laughs> just just all of a sudden just off to the side hit a wall because I can't see <laughs> uh, so give me investigation rolls everybody uh, if I'm looking for metal do I get advantage on this with stone cunning uh, yeah sure mm. 21 still getting used to my dark vision up 16 <laughs> 17. Second natural one I've rolled. Yup. <clears throat> All right. Um, 20, 17, 21, 16, 17, natural one. Uh, yeah. So, Staphylus, you're, you I not, you're, eel, it bites you're not, you're not, <laughs> you're not used to, you're not used to seeing this side of the ocean. You're used to seeing on top. Uh -huh. You do, however, see uh, something that looks like sort of a seaweed sticking out from the wall, wiggling at you. And it looks interesting. It's not the right color. It's not oak, green. Oak. It's like blue. Uh, you sort of poke it. Yep. As you poke it, it just sort He's of dumb. lashes out and wraps around your wrist and yanks you into the wall. And you just... <laughs> the rest of you, while this is happening. Um... Do we hear things underwater? Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. I'll get there. Um, Corbin, 
uh, Hope, Selena, Baldrin, and Agnesol, all of you, as you're swimming along, you find a vein of this uh, silvery teal color, uh, uh, silvery teal color uh, ore running through the walls, and you sort of you sort of all congregate over to that and start following it, imagining that this is the ore and trying to find a larger load uh, to to harvest. By the way, do any of you have mining equipment? Larger. No. <laughs> we have a dwarf. That's all we need. <laughs> I have a crowbar. All right. Um, um, <laughs> as you bag of holding and some alcohol inside of it. And as you start to follow this load, uh, this this not load, this line, uh, you hear Staphylus call out in surprise, and then you hear a thud as he hits the wall. You turn and look, and this bluish seaweed is wrapping around Staphylus and holding him against the wall. Staphylus, make me an athletics check. Okay. <clears throat> Ten. Yeah, you start trying to, like, sort of rip free and break free, but it just sucks in, and you find yourself spread-eagle pinned against the wall as this seaweed is covering your arms and legs and sides. Uh, and you take... This is bullshit! Uh, you take 20 points of acid damage as it begins to digest you. Ow! Can I try and uh, shoot the thing? You can! You can all now yes. react okay, to it. it. Yeah. So, mask comes off, Othbo, um... And I have extra attack, so... 12 and a 20? Uh, 12 misses, Wait, 20 hits. It... Yeah. Okay, that 12 should have been a... What's 12 plus 4? A 16. Uh, oh, 16 hits then. Yeah. Because I forgot about my other bonus. Um, okay, yeah. So they both hit uh, 13 damage... Nine damage. Okay. Wait, does the oath bow not automatically add its oath bow damage? Uh, no. The oath bow doesn't do any extra damage unless you swear your oath against a target. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, then I guess you didn't add it in. I I messed up. So um, plus sixty six. Okay. Plus twenty one extra damage. So two arrows. <laughs> Uh, sort of rip into the seaweed. Uh, uh, Hope was hitting it. Yep. Selena was doing a thing. Selena, what are you doing? Level 5 Chaos Bolt, because why not? Alright. Roll me a d20 and your roll. 19 and... 17. 17 hits. Roll damage. Hope. Uh, I'm going to rage and go up and slash it twice. Okay. Run up and slash it twice. All right, Corbin. Uh, so Staphylus is getting attacked by magic seaweed. Yes. Okay. Four. Yeah, I'll I'll swim up to it and take a couple swings at it with uh my. And he's not he's not incapacitated, right? Uh, he's restrained currently. Okay. No, I'm just um, restrained. I'm yep, gonna hit it then too. Then. Yeah, you can hit it too. Then ten. So nine, eleven. Good disadvantage on the attack. 20. Thirty. Uh, oh, okay. not, not you, Staphylus does. Okay. Yeah, because yep. I'm restrained. Uh, Thirty points of so damage. Make your total. attack, Corbin, as well. Uh, and Baldrin, what are you doing? Um, I 
swim up to Staphylus and cast Freedom of Movement on him. Okay. Uh, Selena, what was the damage type that you rolled? So, so first of all, it is... Uh, I'm spending a point, uh, a sorcery point, to you to make it empowered because I want to re-roll that two and that one on the d8. So two, one d6 uh, and one d8 re-rolled. Okay. Six plus one d8. And then I rolled a 21 and 22 to hit. Well, so 12 and 11 to hit. Uh, for 14 damage. on the trident misses, 26 on the trident hits. Uh, Jack. 15 piercing damage on the trident. Right. <laughs> so you re-rolled with a 5 and a 1. Correct. So that was a total of so add 3. The D8 so... is still a 1. <laughs> yes. So it's definitely force damage. Okay. Because I'm not, yeah. And that is... 29 force damage. Okay. So, the seaweed, as it's trying to snack on Staphylus, uh, suddenly finds itself under assault. <laughs> <laughs> as Baldrin comes up, grabs Staphylus, pulls him out of Staphylus, swinging the trident, and the rest of you come in and just obliterate the seaweed. There's now a <laughs> hole in the wall. It is under assault water. And there's now a hole in the wall. Uh, you see I there's see more ore underneath it. I feel like this thing had like twenty hit points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> ruined it. Didn't have a lot, no. It's seaweed. <laughs> well, that's what happens when the ocean tries to eat our friends. Mm-hmm. We kill the ocean. Yes. We spectacularly overkill. Alright, following the ore. Uh so yeah, there's there's actually so more like ore there's more ore in the wall behind where the seaweed was. Right. Uh, there is hole uh, with shiny rocks inside. Mm-hmm. Is the and me the pickaxe. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I hand a pickaxe to um, Staphylus and use my own. This is not part of the same vein that you guys are following, by the way. All right. Oh, okay. Um, is. Does it is this look like a... the same ore? Like the same ore? Yeah, it looks Sorry. like the same ore. It's just a different vein. Sorry, go ahead, Mara. I interrupted you. Um, I was wondering, uh, if is it a hole like in the wall, and we can see the vein going that way, or is it like look like it might continue off to the side? Uh, you know, it's a hole in the wall, and you can see the vein going. Like it seems like there's a vein just underneath the surface of the wall here, mm-hmm. um, that you can't see from the tunnel. And that one looks bigger? Like that no, vein looks another bigger. vein. Another oh, vein? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go and see if there's more down this way. I mean, they both, we, they both we look need like a they bunch go in the same direction. Yeah. We need a bunch of this. Be careful and watch out for the uh, the weeds. Mm. Yep. I'll go with. Okay. I'll yell. So, yeah, heading that way. Full right. brightness, 30 feet. Yeah. Into the um, while while I was out, I would have picked up extra miners picks for everyone else because I realized we all need to be mining this. So, sure, I can mark off extra gold for all of it. Yeah, the uh, price in the book. It's yeah, it's two gold each. It's there not a lot. All right. Um, there's I have one myself. So there's one, two, three, four, five extras. Okay, so ten gold. Uh, all right. We'll I have take a those question. before we go. 
Yes, Selena. Does does a particular vein of ore count as an object? <laughs> yes. So if I were to say, hold on, let me look at something here. Teleport an object? <laughs> oh, Tele no. Teleport requires that the entirety of the object fit in a 10-foot cube. Ah. Uh. If I were to teleport a 10-foot cube of it, you the entirety of the object you'd have to teleport you'd have to fit the entirety of the vein you'd have to you had to break cube. off enough ore to fit into a 10-foot cube basically so it would have to be a discrete object that fits in a 10-foot cube mm, is what correct. you're saying you can't just like teleport 10 feet of the vein you'd have to break it out that said i can cast fabricate to to just kind of shift the stone off of the vein hello dog my dog is very excited. <laughs> they do that. Yeah, because currently the currently the ore is a like the vein is one thing by itself, but it's also crunched underneath a wall. So the wall is part of it too. You can't just so teleport then, a wall away. Selena <laughs> will then find where that uh, one of these veins. We'll just start Eldritch blasting repeatedly across the top. Sure. And then 10 foot down. That's a lot of, yeah. Is it noisy? I'm having Yeah, a it's making a lot of noise. Yeah. It's going to take okay, you a while. Okay, this is good. So Selena is... <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Hope and Corbin, you guys went ahead. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. Let your perception checks. They're very loud. Okay. I get advantage because of my fancy new shield. Ooh. 20. 19, or 20. Um, you notice more of those seaweeds on the ground. Mm. Sort of what looks like it's a drop-off. You think? Does it look like a bigger patch of seaweed than the one we saw before? Yeah, a bit bigger. Okay. Hey, Corbin, you think that that seaweed is, like, attracted to this ore, if it's magical. I mean... It's got I have magical no idea, potential. but... Do you mind if I go check? For, I have... For no particular reason, what are the two of your passive perceptions? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 16. 16. Thank you. Yeah. But he has uh, advantage on his passive perception. No, no. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's 13 twice. What a coincidence. <laughs> um. No, it might, it might eat if, if, because that we, we saw that big, the other vein right underneath where all the seaweed was. So maybe if we clear it all off. Uh, is this a line? Yeah, it's five feet. How, how wide? is this patch of seaweed pretty big okay. uh sort of covers it like covers this the, so the tunnel continues and then sort of does an abrupt turn down um and it sort of covers a large patch of the ground going over the edge mm -hmm. okay so if i if, if i were to swim down to the bottom of the tunnel before to like where there's the edge and i'm out of reach of the could i just like look down the tunnel and then it's just seaweed in front of me yeah, you can look down the tunnel. Okay. How wide is it? Swim up. 
pretty wide. Pretty pretty wide. It's about thirty feet wide. Okay. Um, you look down and you notice. Sorry. Sorry. You notice a like a light further down. <laughs> I pull out my new toy, just in case. It's just, Wait, sort of, like... it's just sort of a light, just sort of hovering in the middle of the water. What do you see? Eaten by an anglerfish, Corbin. Yeah. I saw we'll it. see. Be fun. Is it a big light? No, it's very small. No? Like sort of very hand small. size. Okay. All right. Well, I was gonna clear away some of the the seaweed. Sure. Uh, do you want me now to that do I'm it? I'm level with them. Well, I can clear out a thirty foot line five feet wide pretty fast. Okay. <laughs> Three times. You do that. Yep. Twice. You do that then. Oh yeah, it's already been five months, so twice. Yep. I'll, I'll just do I'll just do one line just to see if there's because we're just doing it to see if there's ore underneath it. Yep. Well, you recall that the ore was underneath the rock that the seaweed was on. Yeah. So you clear it away, and there's just rock. Okay. So yeah, we'll check underneath the rock after. Okay. Pickaxe. Yep. All right. Ting, ting. ting. Make me an athletics check. Okay. See how well you pickaxe. Sixteen. So you you pull you hammer away and ting ting, hearing the sound of blaster going uh, on behind you. Mm -hmm. Ting, ting, ting. Nope, we lost Aaron. Yep. Uh, and yeah, you pull away, and yeah, there's this sparkly, silvery teal ore underneath. Yes. Awesome. Meanwhile, That's good. back on the other side. So, you know, you. And as you've been blasting, so the cave has been shaking, and you figure just from the impact of the Eldritch Blast. Right. Uh, and you, you blow away this 10 foot by 10 foot chunk of wall, and it collapses out. And there's maybe about, there's probably about a, a 10 foot long, but like two feet wide vein in the middle of this thing that you've pulled out. I mean, that is a metric crap ton of ore. Yep. Um, but you notice that the cave is still shaking. Can I, like, make... I think I was back there. Can I make some sort of, like... Yeah, is, like... Was that a structurally necessary wall? Did I Give me an nature check. Load, did I cut out a load-bearing orbing? <sighs> This is how we collapse tunnels. I feel like right? load-bearing orbane has to be a band, but I don't I, know yeah, for just, what. Just a reminder, only one of the party members farther in can respawn somewhere else. Give me a nature check. I also... Hey, the GM oh. isn't the one causing rocks to fall. Uh, yeah, my right. roll 20 is still... Good. I don't know if you guys can tell, but my internet keeps going in and out. Um, yes. That's all good. Uh, with an 11 from Selena, it's entirely possible that you just cut out a load-bearing wall. Uh, I have stone cutting. Can I make a history check with double proficiency? Sure. Yeah. Stone cunning, because I remember that's actually what it does. Uh, that would be for... plus double my proficiency, another 5, so that's 15. Okay. And while we're waiting for Agdrasol's nature roll to populate... Oh, fuck it. It's the same as a D20 and my character sheet isn't loading, so I'm just going to press the D20 button. Because I have good. no modifier. 
six. Yeah, that probably might have been a load-bearing wall. You're not certain how caves work. You're not used to them. Can I make a nature check? Sure, you can. I, I am used to have caves work. What do Aldrin! I Pretty certain that no, the Oops. cavern caverns don't have load like the, ca- the entirety of the cavern is the load bearing wall. That <laughs> should be the first roll. So yeah, uh, same, same thing for you, Staffless. You're pretty certain yeah. that's mm-hmm. not what's causing the rumbling. However, that does not exchange that does not explain the fact that there is currently rumbling happening. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Um, what would it be to determine forward. what is making the rumbling? Uh, perception check. Okay. Yeah. We're just so we're yeah, just so badass at pickaxing. Aaron, pickaxing. <laughs> Seventeen. Hang on, hang on, real quick, Aaron. Oh. Yeah. Could I make a? Do I have time to either use my uh, primeval awareness or my plain sense sure. thing? Yeah. Which okay. one would you like to use? I'm going to go for primeval awareness, just okay. first level spell slot. And what are the um, things that you pick out with that? Sorry. Primordial. Uh, it's like elementals. And it's most undead. of the archaic ones, um, but I'm trying to find like elemental fey fiend undead dragon. And at roughly this point, Hope and Corbin, you're beginning to feel the rumbling as well. What? And that? I think I think it would likely be in range. Um, Aberrations, celestial dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Nothing shows up on your primeval awareness. Okay. What? That Did doesn't mean nothing that? dangerous is here. Just that it's. If it, it's not one of those creature types, if it is. Well, what? I, it I, might I do be the classic time. Stop and look around. Like, what is what is making mm-hmm. that noise? Uh, Corbin, it might you notice be time to go, folks. Corbin, you notice that glowing orb has disappeared. <laughs> I, I kind of right. tap hope. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Probably wanna. The blasting. Yeah. Uh huh. No, there um, was a light yeah. over there, and now it's not. There was. Wait. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, the rest um... of you. Uh, Staffless, you make a perception check. You look around, and you notice that. There was some light. There was a little bit of like reflective light coming off the coral around the entrance to the cave. That light's not there anymore. In fact, you can't you can't really tell where the cave entrance is anymore. <laughs> Even with my dark vision? Even with your dark vision. Perfect. Um, you, do we... not, you do notice that there are some stalagmites that weren't there before. We are having problems, yeah. and we might be in something yeah. mouth. I stabbed the oh. cave wall with my trident. No, just kidding. <laughs> fucking tastic. This shit. And with a did I ju- did I just do dental work? No, no. You notice. Uh, you 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 notice. You you would all notice it right about this point as the stalagmites begin to move towards you. Um. They sort of close together, and you tell, oh, no, these are teeth. Oh, that's a really big fish that is currently swimming towards you. Uh, let's, roll some, let's roll some initiative. Yeah. All of us? Yeah. Awesome. I grab the oar and teleport away. <laughs> Good man. Yes. Well, we'll see, because yes. it did we, get the drop on I you. Good job playing the objective. Do we have? We're not near you. <laughs> you guys don't read. We have a battle map. Uh, no, because you're oh, in a okay. tunnel. <laughs> cool. 
My initiative is 20. Initiative is somewhere. 13. 18. 19. All right. So we've got the monstrosity first. Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that general purpose creature type for something that doesn't show up on primeval awareness. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Corbin. Uh, then. Selena. Then. I believe there's a subclass that gets an improvement that like covers for uh, that slightly. That looks out for monstrosities. Then yeah, Staphylus, then Baldrin. There we and go. I'm on oh, and... I'm I'm on there somewhere. Oh, and Hope's uh, nineteen. Hope I'm... Hope is before I... Selena. Sorry. Yep. Yep. I missed that. Right. So it's just gonna try to eat the first one that it can see. Uh mm -hmm. so what order were you guys that were up at the front? What order were you guys sort of standing in? That Selena was probably towards the middle, I right? To, I, well, okay. So, for perspective, and I, Selena had gone back because this was this well wherever this vein of ore was. I guess I don't know if this is the one that was where Staphylus had been grabbed, or if it was another one. Um. That's all I know. It's very conceivable she that Selena could be the closest one. Maybe not. Um. So you were sort of in the area where uh you were sort of in the area where Staphylus had been grabbed. So also you're probably actually right. in the middle of the group. Okay. Uh, Staphylus is probably the first one actually because he went over to look. He made the perception check. Uh. So Staphylus, there's a yep. series of teeth coming at you. Does a 93 hit you? No. Does an 18 hit you? No. All right, My you... AC is 19. All right. Nice. Well, then a 12 misses you and a 15 misses you as well. So this thing just comes gnashing its teeth at you, and you manage to... You just, like, sort of dodge out into the gap that Selena made as uh -huh. it continues past you. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll make it Corbin's turn. So Corbin, the rumbling is getting heavier, but it's behind you, not not further down. Uh, I'll kind of look at Hope and say, maybe we should head back. And then, how far away was the group? How far did we swim down? Uh, you swim, you swim a, a, probably a good hundred feet. Okay. Uh, I will dash and make it there because so. I have a swim speed of 60. <laughs> so yeah, you swim back swiftly. Just and bubbles right behind me. Just you, see this, you see this large fish coming at the rest of the group, blocking off any attempts to escape. Okay. At least through where it's at. Uh, but it's next to Staphylus? Yeah. Oh, big fish. Well, Staphylus I is will, like off to one side. I will get next to Staphylus. Okay. Uh, that'll make it Hope's turn. Everybody get close! Uh, I could run away. Um, no. Go down the cabin. Uh, do 40? it. Come on. Yeah. I really do want to. Um, but uh, 40 speed, so I'm going to um, dash and get 80. So am I close enough to see it? Yeah, you're close enough to see it. Okay. Cool. Um, and let's do some daggers at this thing, because why not? I can do those now. 
Okay. Um, so... Uh, you, have, you, you are going to have disadvantage throwing the daggers. Okay. Um, because they're not designed to go through water. So I'm going to do two target seeking ones then. Um, okay. So it negates that. Yep. Right? Yep, it does. Yeah. 15 and 20. Both of those hit. Sweet. So you pull out these two new daggers and fling, fling them out. Um, mm -hmm. And they sort of they struggle a little bit against the water, but as they get closer to the target, they just sort of right themselves and pff, stab into it. Roll damage. Sweet. Uh, so four and four piercing <laughs> and um. So Daphnis me... is in melee with it. Yep. Um. Let's see. Sneak attack. Uh. And I would I still have disadvantage for like the sneak attack conditions because I've negated that? No, you've not? negated you've negated the disadvantage. Okay. So. Sweet. Then I'll add sneak attack. Uh. It's only if you have disadvantage when you make the attack that you can't get sneak attack. Cool. Thank you for clarifying. Eleven. So right. nineteen. So these two daggers thunk, thunk, stick into the rough, scaly hide of this creature, and no blood comes out. You're not certain mm. you punched hard enough in to do much to it. They come back to me though. Yep. They reappear mm -hmm. on your belt. Okay. Uh, that makes that'll make it Selena's turn. All right. So I have a question about teleport then. Yes. The way it reads is teleports you and up to eight willing creatures of your choice that you can see within range or a single object that you can see within range to a destination you select, blah, 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 blah. Since it's a little loose as far as being able to, do, we're, we're playing a little loose with being able to teleport people without teleporting yourself. Can I teleport Eight willing creatures, or in this case, six willing creatures, and a uh, and a single object. No. It's it, it it very clearly says or an object. Very clearly says and I'm you. So, anyways, um, <laughs> it also says it can't be held or carried by an unwilling creature, but that's that's besides the point right now. Yes. Um. All right. Fine. Uh, I mean, you can certainly teleport the ore away. Yeah, that. Uh, Drop it on the doorstep. Boop. And then it tips over and crushes everyone and <laughs> knocks over a, a load bearing wall. Um. <laughs> Honestly, if you teleport it away. This guy regularly destroys his own workshop. It's fine. If you if well, you just, we'll if you teleport the ob if you teleport the object away, I can get the rest of us out of here. By the way, um, four oh, less damage well, oh, on yeah, the daggers because huh. I could only throw one. Oh First, yeah, huh? So you know. All right. Ten by ten. And does this look as a side note? Does this look like this will probably be enough for what he needs? It's a lot. I understand that there is no way to be sure because he said as yeah. much as we can get. Yeah, it's but... a it's a lot. It might be enough. He might be able to make do. Can I, I get a guess at that as a dwarf? It's uh, you're, being a dwarf isn't the issue here. You're not an artificer. 
None of yeah. you are. You're I mean, not I, certain. I you're not Smith, certain. So. Yeah, but there's a big difference. Yeah. Um, you're not certain how he plans to process it. So you, there's no way for any of you to know if it's enough for what he needs to do. I mean, if okay. it's not, we can get a long rest and come back. So I'm going to, first off, I am going to, for my main actions, um, uh, uh, fire off uh, some Eldritch Blasts at this thing. Okay. Just in case the teleportation goes wrong. Um... Uh, do, 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 do. 27, 28, and 24. All three hit. <laughs> Six damage, one damage, one damage. Fuck you, dice. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, sorcery points to, to two sorcery points to cast. Uh, or, yeah, two sorcery points to teleport this fucking thing as a bonus action. Let me roll to see what happens to it. Like, I'm doing the teleportation. Yeah, actually. but you don't know where it goes. You're not I know. But I would know. I would think that instinctively I would know if it went off. Oh, no, it, go it goes off. Um, if the teleportation went to the wrong direct, the, the wrong spot. No. I rolled an 80. It went to the right spot. Okay, cool. Yay. <laughs> um, but, 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 right. And uh, Wild Magic Surge was a 14. Good. Uh, so yeah, it and teleports away. That makes it. Who was next? Uh, Agdrasol's turn. Um, mask off, I'm gonna Hunter's Mark. Okay. Because I never get to fucking use that spell. <laughs> Hunter's Mark, um, I'll activate the Oath Bone, actually, I'll activate the Oath Bone next turn, um, if we have one. I'll I'll move over towards the rest of the group, you know, just in case. But I feel like we should stay and shoot this thing. <laughs> Murder time. There could be valuable aspects to harvesting it. Both of those hit. Sixteen and twenty-six. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Both of those hit. All right. Ignore the oath damage. Um. So that's twenty-one total piercing. Uh, it is magical. Yep. If that matters. Mm -hmm. Um and then two two hexes or or two hunters marks, because hunters mark rolls when I hit. So additional five weapons. Okay. Your arrows thump, thump, sink into it. And yeah, yeah, you know your you know your arrows are magical and that they should do a lot of damage to creatures, but <laughs> they, don't, they don't sink in and there doesn't seem to be any blood coming out of the holes. Does it seem to be taking any damage from stuff? You can't tell. It's not. It, it. It. Like it. All you can really see is just like the mouth of this thing and its teeth. Mm-hmm. You're not even it's certain what it is, other than some sort of aquatic thing. Okay. Does right. it have eyes? Not that you can see. <sighs> Staffless. 
All right. The trident is out. And we go in for many, many attacks. Uh, normal. 18 to hit. That'll hit. That's 8 piercing damage. Mm-hmm. 16 to hit. That'll hit. 15 piercing damage. Okay. We will spend a key point for a flurry of blows. 13 to hit. That'll, that'll hit. For 10 magical bludgeoning damage. Uh-huh. And 12 to hit. That'll hit. For 13 magical bludgeoning damage. All right. And then he will move his entire <laughs> movement, because uh, he's under the effects of a disengage now, back away from it. All right. <laughs> uh, your entire movement, so way further away from Baldrin than Baldrin can get to you? Um. Oh, that's right. Uh, now we'll yeah, move you back. Have to be say five feet of me to be for for me to word of recall. Oh, okay, gotcha. Hmm. All right, we'll just scoot on over by Baldrin. Hmm. All right, Baldrin, your turn. Uh, is everyone within five feet of me? I'll say yeah. That can be within five feet of you. Do we even want? Do we want to stay here, or should we be leaving now? Can I make a roll? Being Wait, like. Can... Ranger and shit. Yeah, I can either make a, net- a nature check or a medicine check. Anyone who wants to. I will make. A I'm right up in the check. thing's face, so why not? Nineteen. Natural twenty. Nine. Nine. Eighteen. <clears throat> All right. Um. For the medicine checks. Uh, the two of you that made medicine checks. You're not certain you've hurt this thing at all. Like, yeah. you've certainly done damage, but, like, consequential damage, you're not certain. There's some damage and pain. Yeah. Um, as for those of you that roll nature roll, hope, big fish thing. Mm, yep. Uh, Corbin and Selena, you're not, you've never encountered this, so you don't know what it is. But you've heard tales and stories of ancient beasts of the sea. Uh, that live for centuries and basically just eat whatever they can come across. Um, you're pretty certain this thing is outside of your skill set. We're staring down, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an avalanche because it would be an aberration, but a giant fish. <gasps> we should go. Yeah, we should go fish. now. So uh, I cast word of recall. <laughs> <laughs> You all appear soaking wet and the water going with you in the middle of a Tibble Tabowner. The mask goes back on. And the fish uses its action to teleport after us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I am perfectly okay with that. I am fine with fighting a fish in a Temple of Balnor. You turn around and see... No. (laughs) It's just flopping towards us. (laughs) Ah, you think it flops. Like, I mean, for all we know, we could have been fighting a Kraken there, and I wasn't going to try and fight that. I mean, I was thinking more like, you know, it it teleports, and all of a sudden, it's in the sky, and falling. it's like, what's that? I think I'll call it ground. Hello, ground. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it will be my friend. Or it just teleports, and you suddenly see, oh, it was Cthulhu the whole time. That is fundamentally not how Cthulhu works, and I'm disappointed in you. I know it's not how Cthulhu works. That's why I made the joke. Um, 
Anyways, so you are all, all right. wet and waterlogged in a temple of Balnor with with several uh, priests who sort of look over at you. Oh, and then go back to forging. <laughs> I think hey, they, they were they were here when I assigned my celebratory drink. The alchemy jug is out, and wine and ale are being poured. That is definitely drink. Access disappear. Given given a calmer moment, um, can I sort of? Jeremy was in the middle of something. Yeah. After about ten minutes, once once we celebrate a little bit, I'm gonna be like, all right, now should we go back and make sure I didn't crush this poor fucker's home and person yes yeah i think the the crushing the blend him yeah. is more important than the home because he has that don't have crushed our, thing. our one and only person who can make possibly this thing that can get us through this I reach whole into the thing bag of holding. it's okay i did make him sign a waiver so i'm not liable it's <laughs> <laughs> very good foresight you have there selena thank you um, given, given the few minutes that we took to wind down, since I didn't make a check at the time, can I, like, try and think on if I recall this creature from any stories of any of the deities and their tales? Sure, give me a nature check. Nature? Yep. Uh, Actually, no. Yeah, make it a religion check. Could I make it possibly a history check, given 21. that I am a minotaur and we talk about sea monsters a lot? Sure. I'll take that argument. 17. Mm. So you both recall tales of a entity. Um, Voldren, you specifically recall it from tales of Valkyr's uh, worship. Um, it's a... The only term ever applied to it was Leviathan. <laughs> of a, a Leviathan, Leviathan. Of a ancient massive creature of the sea. It's it's a, it's natural. It's not a, it's not it's not an aberration or anything that was created by unnatural forces. It was just at one point it was probably a normal creature that through the blessing of Valkyr or some other simply uh quirk of nature never died and continued to grow. There's um, always a bigger fish. It is... It, 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 in the phrase, there's always a bigger fish, it is always the bigger fish. Um, it is the fish that is always bigger. Uh, it is said that a leviathan devours kraken. It is said that the Leviathan is many creatures sort of merged into one. It is said that the Leviathan is the herald of typhoons and and city white city obliterating storms. Um, Leviathan is talked about in many sort of cataclysmic stories, but has never been confirmed to exist. Might have been that. We just fought the underwater Tarasque. You say fought. <laughs> yeah, I know. We escaped. From... We just tickled <laughs> the underwater Tarasque. <laughs> we went. Hell. Ha! We now have great big fish story to tell when next we are in bar getting drink. 
you're hilarious, Stathos. So I'm not going back. Like, I'm not exactly a monster hunter by trade, but close enough, so I don't really care. But do we think that this guy knew that this was a particularly big fish dangerous place? Arben does not strike me as men very educated in uh, natural history and uh, ecosystems. Okay. He feels more of theoretical academics and arcana. Yup. Well, let's go see if we've crushed his poor workshop, shall we? Or him. To the workshop! So, you return to the workshop. And find it perfectly intact. Uh, timber is still outside. Uh, checking the crystal. Uh, the door is open. Walk in. Oh, it's open. Head inside. Yeah. Okay. Walk in, yeah. head inside. Uh, you see uh, the apparatus of Qualish has been thoroughly taken apart. Um, the desk that it had crushed is back together with its clockwork animals uh, striding along it. Um, and there is a pile of ore separated out from a pile of broken rocks uh, that is cur- some of which is currently sort of in the hands of Harbin, who has his one of his three extra extra lenses down, actually all three of the extra lenses down over his right hand uh, uh, spectacle and, and sort of looking at it, touching it, magical sparking going off. He sort of grabs it with both hands and just sort of pulls it apart, twisting it, putting it back together, and sort of molding it with his hands, and very clearly magic as well. Um, sort of interestingly sort of shifting it and shaping it. Having fun? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, this is very uh, good uh, ore that you found. Did you find any more, or is this it? No, there's um... more. Yeah, there's, there's more. more, but there's also a giant fish of 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 inescapable death. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you have enough there for a completing project? Yes. Uh, I have enough here. If I spread it out, I can probably reinforce the entirety of the hull. I couldn't make the entire thing out of it, but then that probably would be defeat the purpose. Probably make it uh, too light. Um, Why don't they just make the entire plane your... out of what they make the black box out of? Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, it'll be enough, I think, to coat it and give it a sort of a protective coat to try to resist some of the pressure of the depths that you'll be going to. Um, Aldrin, do you have the ability to replicate materials or something? I can. Uh, to a certain extent. Um, let me actually read over the rule again. Uh, creationally, creationally makes things for a small art, no, art, no, artisan's blessing. Um, yeah. The thing that I can do as a, as a forge cleric. Yeah, I thought I thought Forge Cleric had. Yeah, let me let me see exactly what it can make. It can, it can replicate objects made of metal. Let me see if, if it can cover special types of metal, real quick. Uh, forge domain, uh, artisan's blessing. 
I might also be able to go back and collect some more. Up to 100 gold pieces in value. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can't replicate this. About that much. Yeah. <laughs> but a little bitty coin, perhaps. Would, would, um... The orb that I was given, could I use that to activate and basically send orb back the same way that Selena did? Theoretically, yeah, if you left the other one here. Mm hmm. If we need more. And I Selena mean, could me send me back there. If we need more, we will have to uh, scout and make sure scary death fish of horrible doom this, is, this will is, be enough. is elsewhere uh, th at time. Th this will be enough for me to make a coating. I can't guarantee I can't guarantee its efficacy, but it'll be enough for no, me to but produce a thing. If we had more, though, it would good. be... Mm. I mean, more is always better. But more is not required. I'll do my best well, to give it a uh, blessing of the forge and try and short it up the way I can. But um, I'm okay if we if if we get sucked into this whirlpool of of doom and destruction. You all aren't. You know what I can do for that? The same thing that I did when we almost got crushed just now. As long or... as everyone's near you. I can. We're going to be in a small tin can together. I'm afraid you're going to be very near me. Okay. Five feet near? I hope everybody's good with snuggling. What if it gets torn apart? Um, while, you're, while you're having this conversation, happens. while you're having this sort of fear-infested conversation, Ooh. I have a very important question I need to ask. Yes. Uh -huh. yes. Leather or velour? For the inside? Yes. Velour. Velour. Okay. Why would... Why would that, would that even need to be asked? Because some people <laughs> like leather upholstery. Some yeah, people are right monsters. Yeah, Corbin uh -huh. raises his hand. Leather. Yep. <laughs> Exhibit A and B. Two leather seats, please. <laughs> can you mix? I mean, I can, but it'll look atrocious. No, I, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for it. Whatever. So, Agnes will sort of lean over to Selena. I am also very worried about her. I'm just not sure how communicating that might help. <laughs> no, no one single leather seat amidst what? It won't be what a single. There'll of... be two. Yeah, not not better. Okay. What kind of soulless monsters are you? It's the kind that like to sit on soft things. Yeah. Both of those materials are soft. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> no, no, that's what he I'm says. We will take Alvilar, thank you. Okay. Two leather seats. Any particular no. any particular colors? I'm I'm keeping <laughs> this thing after. Hey, we're can done we with go it. for a uh, a nautical green, maybe? Sure. Like sort of a teal? Uh on the outside, yes. On the inside, I think perhaps a little bit more of a brass. Because I mean, let's be honest. I'll be the one operating this thing most of the time. Y yeah. We can certainly uh, make brass fittings. Let's not that forget works. who's footing the bill for the giant I crab. That's, I that's the point. That's, that's the point that they're yeah. making. I was saying, I don't... Well, I appreciate Selena's aesthetic concerns and Corbin's uh, comfort Objections. concerns. It's sort of bouldering. Monstrosity. Shit. 
So, teal on the outside, brass fittings on the inside, velour seating, say a nice deep red? Yes. Hardwood floors? Sure, why not? <laughs> Makes sense. This, this, is the, make good sense. this is the tackiest magical item that has ever been. <laughs> I don't know, deep red, deep, you know, uh, sort of uh, deep red upholstery with brass like, fittings. Yeah, the, the, and... the, inside, the inside's got a very simple tricolor scheme. It's dark red, brass, and brown. Those colors don't clash too badly. The outside, however, I mean... That's so they can find it's the a fucking Nautilus. <laughs> uh, do you want a name inscribed on it or anything? The Welcome Wagon. <laughs> I refuse. Yes. It's not a wagon and it's not welcoming. I mean, he uh, paid for it. He can name it whatever he wants. Artistic license. Uh, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, we can just inscribe it later. True. Caracular. Caracular? Caracular. Caracular. K-U-R-A-K space. I know how it's spelled. How, what does that mean? He actually draws it out in Dwarvish runes on the board. Tell you later. Okay. I mean, I understand it. Uh, but I don't at the same time because I don't. Corbin does. <laughs> no, I take Draconic. Never mind. All right. Uh, so with Baldrin's help, this should take about a week. All right. That's a project I can get behind, actually. I mean, I'm a little... I have tongue of sun and moon. What does correct alarm mean? <laughs> um, it's not quite the welcome wagon, but it's the <laughs> the first one in. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm a little. I, I've worked with the forge before. I can help if that'll speed the process along even more. Have you ever heard of what happens when five chefs try to make a souffle? No, but I can do the little things while you guys focus on the important things. He can fetch his tools. A chef goes to jail for murder? (laughs) (laughs) If I'm just going to be fetching tools, I'm just going to go. Chefs go to jail for murder. I'll leave. (laughs) Well, with with that discussion being had and with the plans underway to create the whatever word William just spouted out. um, (laughs) That one. That's where we'll end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Later.